HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on tour. I'm Kat Johnson, and today we're broadcasting from On the Rise, the International Symposium on Bread at Johnson and Wales University in Charlotte, North Carolina. Today's coverage of the symposium is brought to you by Charlotte's Got a Lot and supported in part by the Julia Child Foundation for Gastronomy and the Culinary Arts. Our next guest is here from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, welcome to Carl Worley. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So we were just introduced earlier today as uh, you were introduced to me as like the Biscuit Whisperer. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your restaurants in Nashville and the type of food that you serve. Awesome. So we have three restaurants. They're uh, Biscuit Love um, and we we whisper to biscuits all day. <laughs> um, we make biscuits. We do biscuit sandwiches, um, southern brunch staples, um, southern brunch things from the past and things that uh, we kind of want around our table when people sat down. So um, yeah, fun. Seven to three. Um, and so banker hours for the restaurant business. Good hours. Yes, that helps. It does. Um, so how did you get into having biscuits as the kind of staple uh, ingredient of your restaurant? It was um, accident, actually. It was um, my wife and I fought about what kind of um, food truck, as we started as a food truck, that I wanted to do. I wanted to do hot chicken, and this was way before the hot chicken craze, and she told me I was crazy that nobody would ever buy that. Um, so I do have a laugh every now and then. But uh, we settled on biscuits um, because she said that was her favorite thing I made. And so um, off we went, down the biscuit trail. Um Tell me a little bit, as much as you can, about your biscuit recipe, like your staple biscuit recipe. Man, um, I'll tell everybody about my biscuit recipe. My only request is when it's made better that they give it back to me with the changes. That seems like a good policy. That's a good policy. It's, it's always worked well. No, the ones that we do for our biscuit sandwiches and the ones we started with were um, my grandmother made angel biscuits on special occasions. So Easter and Christmas, one of the things you always look forward to was angel biscuits. And they're raised with both yeast and baking powder. Um, so double raised biscuit Um I started out because it held up better with um, with fried chicken and different things on it. Um, something I didn't really think of in the beginning that worked out well is, man, your grandma's biscuit's always better. Um, and so this one's a little different enough to where people go, man, this is a lot different than my grandma's, but I love it. 
So the main difference in like yours and what other people may have had before is the double rise, the yeast and the baking powder. Yeah, so you get a little bit of that yeast flavor with the baking powder. And what kind of yeast are you using? We are using fresh yeast in the restaurant. And so we want um, we don't want that punch of yeast that typically dry yeast gives. And we're using enough that we can, uh, we can find uh, fresh yeast and pull that in. Awesome. And then what kind of flour are you using? We use um, Weisenberger Mills um, out of um, Kentucky. They're a local mill, and they know where they're getting their flour. Uh, we use them, and we also use some White Lily. And can you explain... I'm from Alabama, so I, I, I understand. But if people aren't familiar with white lily, why is it or another like lighter flour so important to making your biscuits the best they can be? It, um, it helps a lot in not creating as much gluten. Um, it creates a softer product, a softer, softer biscuit. And so you want to try to seek out and find that. And in the, in the age where we have the whole internet in the palm of our hands, you can find it pretty easy on Amazon and get white lily anywhere. That's what, how I buy it. I can't really find it in Brooklyn, so I'm ordering mine online. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> However you get it. Exactly. And then what about the butter or, or lard? What do you use? Um, in the restaurant, we always use butter. Um, at home, we'll use a little bit of lard. I like a little differentiated flavor, um, but always uh, a good butter. If I can find a local butter or a good Amish butter, I'll use that. And then are when you're mixing your butter in, do you have any tips or tricks? Um, I like to freeze mine because it makes it easier to mix in with the flour. You need to, you've got a job. <laughs> yes. yes. Freeze it. And then um, I like to use a microplane grater. Yeah. So a really sharp grater and then um, shave it into your um, flour and mix it in. Um, there, another tip is to freeze your flour. So oh. if you if you can keep everything you can as cold as you can, then it's going to keep it. Uh, you'll get a lot more rise in the oven. Um, and then what about sort of how do you roll it out? How are you handling the dough before it goes into bake? So you want to handle it just enough to it sticks together, um, but don't overhandle it because you'll get tough biscuits. Um, definitely don't want rolls. Definitely don't want sourdough bread. Um, so you want to mix it as little as you can, just enough to get it incorporated. A lot of times what I'll tell our new biscuit makers is mix it and, and don't worry about getting every speck of flour mixed in and let it sit for about 15 minutes because all that will hydrate and uh, help get it all mixed together itself. It kind of does the work for you. Do you pop it back in the fridge to rest or leave it out in the counter? I leave it out um, and then put it in because it's it's only about 10, 15 minutes. And we try to keep where the biscuits are pretty pretty chilly, mm -hmm. but you can pop it back in the refrigerator. Yeah. Okay, well, I am inspired to go make some biscuits when I get home. Um, so, Carl, tell me about the workshop that you're attending while you're here at the International Symposium on Bread and kind of what's been going on so far today. Man, the workshop is pretty incredible. Um, we're doing um, a lot of different um, ancient grains. Um, so we got Glenn Roberts from South Carolina, from Anson Mills, um, just just an absolute national treasure on on. Uh, grains, ancient grains. Um, we've got Carolina ground here and uh, really they're doing different breads with different uh, variants of um, ancient grains. So you can kind of see what those are doing. Um, it's really neat. Uh, Glenn just introduced, we just popped some bread out of the oven. That's a polycrop bread, uh, which is an old um, ancient biblical way of planting. Um, so you get a lot of different grains in the same bread. Um, anything 
that you've seen or or learned today that has surprised you with working with these different types of grains that you can't really find commercially? No, there's a lot of it. Uh, any of these things, and, and any time these people are involved in stuff, you just kind of sit at their feet and, and learn all you can. Um, and so you take a lot of notes. And so it's it's amazing to um, the polycrop thing. Really, really spoke to me because it's it's a way of um, really using a field in the way that it, that nature intended it, and so you can use it and and not have to worry about putting any pesticides. Uh, or anything else on it, um, you get a really interesting product that people aren't expecting. And do you do you do much baking of breads at Biscuit Love, or are you mostly focused on the biscuits? All on biscuits. Yeah. Um, we are doing a pizza place in about a month, and so we're doing a long fermented bread, and so that's the reason I'm here learning and studying. Oh, that's what I was wondering. That's yeah. cool. So tell me more about that. What's uh, what what's in store for the new pizza place? Yeah. So um, wood fired traditional wood fired pizza, um, southern inspired ingredients on top. Um, try to use a biscuit love. We're still sixty five to seventy percent local in all of our products that we're buying, and so we're trying to pull that over to the pizza. Um, just got back from a trip to Italy and met with some producers of different things. So we really want to know our farmers and whose product we're using. Um, and so, yeah, we're doing um, traditional long ferment, four-day ferment, um, milling our about 10 to 20% of our flour fresh, um, whole wheat pizza dough, very minimal ingredients. Just touch it just enough to make it, put it together, and off we go. Awesome. And... For people visiting Nashville or people who are listening from Nashville, where can they find uh, Biscuit Love, um, both if they want to visit in person or where can people learn more about it online as well? Awesome. Yeah, online, um, www.biscuitlove.com um, or Google Biscuit Love. Um, uh, the new pizza place is called Za, Z-A. So um, you can check that out online. And then um, in Nashville, we are in Hillsborough Village. We also have a, a place in the Gulch, which is our original location, and then one in Franklin, which is a little suburb south of Nashville. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about biscuits and bread and grains and pizza. Thank you, guys. All my favorite things. Yes. Um, once again, I am Kat Johnson for Heritage Radio Network on tour, um, and we're broadcasting from the International Symposium on Bread at Johnson & Wales in Charlotte. And thanks again to Charlotte's Got a Lot and the Julia Child Foundation for Gastronomy and the Culinary Arts. <laughs>